Oppo, featuring SuperVook, lightning quick smartphone charging tech. This is Phoenix Nation on SENZ. It's three past three here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo, and uh, we have got a big show coming up. Uh, in fact, we've got uh, Betsy Hassett from the uh, not only the Football Ferns, but of course the Phoenix Women's A League team as well. Uh, she had to play with a broken nose last week. Uh, we'll find out how that's going. She was going to wear a Zorro mask. That didn't happen in the end, um, so we'll find out about that and why that didn't happen uh, with Betsy Hass a little bit later on. Also, this week's opposition is Sydney FC, and Anthony Caceres from Sydney FC is going to join us as well as uh, Oppo. Let us have a look at the Oppo, the opposition. Uh, he scored an absolute blinder of a goal last week to win the Big Blue against a Melbourne victory. Uh, be something, no doubt, the next guest has had his eyes on. Uh, joining us now on the show is uh, the man behind the sticks, or between the sticks, I should say, for the Wellington Phoenix, Ollie Sale. G'day, Ollie. How you doing? I'm very well, thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Did you uh, have you seen that uh, Caceres, uh volley, mate? That the near post boy. There's no stopping that, was there? I have, mate. Very tidy finish. Um, you know, not easy from that angle, but he's a he's a pretty silky player, um, Cass, and he, he makes things look pretty simple. And he's definitely one of the ones I enjoy watching around the league the most. To be fair, so. Hopefully there's no repeats this weekend. Yeah, you prefer prefer watching him on the telly, right, rather than as he's approaching with ball at feet? Spot on, mate. (laughs) Now, uh, last time uh, there there was a game between Sydney FC and the Wellington Phoenix, there were a couple of red cards and a couple of pens. Obviously, they can't can't take pens for Toffee. Are you pretty confident going into this week? Yeah, look, it was a pretty chaotic game and it took a little bit uh, to recover from that one. Um, but, no, look, um, yeah, no, we, we are confident. We're playing some good footy um, and, importantly, when we're not playing our best footy, we're, we're continuing to pick up points and, and win matches. So, yeah, it, it's a big game for us. They're hot on our heels and, um, you know, it's tight in the middle of the le- middle upper half of the league and uh, it's starting to separate a little bit, I think, uh, between the players and those on the outer, so really important game for us this weekend and what better place to be doing it than at the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden indeed, yeah. I'll tell you what, I mean, you get a win this weekend uh, and that'll put a four-point gap between you and Sydney who are in sixth, um, Phoenix currently in fifth place, so it is important and, and it's really tight too, isn't it, between second and Sydney in sixth. I mean, like a win can, can vault you up two to three places. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we, we've had a couple of opportunities this year to to climb further up the ladder, and, and unfortunately, we haven't haven't taken them. So uh, this one is a big one. It'll it'll probably, at least in the short term, put us up up round about second or third, and and then uh, hopefully some other results go go away over the over the course of the round, and and we could find ourselves up in the uh, locked locked into the top for, for the time being. You've had a bit of chopping and changing happening in front of you with uh, Scott Wooten being injured. Uh, you know, Kellen Elliott had that suspension. Tim Payne was out for a little while as well. Um, how much does that affect you, um, I guess, given that you've got to communicate with those guys in front of you? Yeah, it, it obviously affects my role. I mean, having Payne and, and Scotty in front of me helps from a leadership point of view as well and, and a communication point of view that they're both uh, two very vocal players and and we have two really talented 
fullbacks that are playing really well, but I, I think I'm probably sharing saying communication and, and, and leadership probably isn't their, their strong suit, and it's something that they're continuing, continuing to develop uh, as they get more experience. So I guess that those having those two in the middle make my job a lot easier. And yeah, it, it doesn't really matter who's playing in front of me. I, I trust everyone who gets given the opportunity. But yeah, like you said, I mean, uh, there's been a few... Bit of chopping and changing, and, and probably historically, if you look at off his team, that that's, he tries to avoid that. He, he likes consistency and, and keeping the same players out there. But you got to field your best team on the week, uh, in the week with who's available. So I think we've done a pretty good job at, at continuing to, to do our job and pick up points despite changes in the eleven. I'd imagine that Scott Wooten's reasonably vocal, mate. I mean, what? How much of a difference is it when he is there, given all of his experience as well? Yeah, massively. He's a, he's a big character in the team, um, and he, he's extremely experienced, very vocal, very loud, communicates really well, so takes the, the weight off a few of the other senior players' shoulders, which is always great, and, and you know, when, when he's playing his best and, and he has Tim and, or whoever it is alongside him, then, then we're pretty hard to break down, and, and we saw on the weekend, you know, where we decided to go into a five and, and see the game out, that, that he's uh, he's such an asset to have so um, yeah it's, it's nice to play behind uh, How's your form do you think at the moment because you were fantastic last season mate I mean you, you were, you were uh, head and shoulders the best keeper in the league and I didn't think for a minute that we were going to see you in a Wellington Phoenix shirt this season I thought you were definitely uh, bound for Europe or somewhere um, that didn't happen and it felt like maybe that knocked you a little bit at the start of the season you weren't quite the same player but we're starting to see that form come back now how, how are you feeling about things? Yeah, look, um, um, a lot of people felt potentially my former dip at the start of the year, and I, I disagree. I just I think the way we're playing, I just I didn't have a chance to impose myself on the game as much as I did last year. The chances I was conceding, I, I didn't feel like I was anywhere near the ball or, or had any any fault in, in conceding a lot of those goals. It was just the nature of the way we were playing and, and the chances we were conceding. So uh, if other people felt I fell out of form, then I guess that's that's their opinion and. Happy to disagree on that, but I've, I've made my made my mistakes this year, like like any other player, and you know, extremely disappointed by those. And, and I wear those wear those more than most. Um, you know, I like setting a standard in this team um, in terms of performance and, and going out there and doing your job and and trying to be the best we can be. And when I when I make mistakes that cost us goals, then then it hurts me. And and I have made one or two this year, but to be honest, I think I'm playing playing just as well as I was last year. It's just we're playing different footy. Um, we're conceding different chances. We had a very young, young, inexperienced team for for the most of last season, and um, yeah, I think I'm playing the same well and same way. And I, I hope that if anything, I've got better and added other strings to my bow. So hopefully, um, the big saves start coming out at the right time of the season, and I can push us right up the top of the table and, and you know charge for some silverware. Mate, uh, well, yeah, I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Obviously, uh, pe- other people's opinions means they're wrong, right? Right, Ollie? Um, <laughs> that's what you're telling me? Um, but uh, seriously, Look, mate, I mean, yeah. that Central Coast Mariners game, um, there was a save you pulled off in there where I think you must have, like, about a triple-jointed uh, right shoulder because the ball was so far behind you, you managed to scoop it out. That was a superb save, one of the best I think I've seen you make. Oh, thanks, mate. Those are those gadget arms, you know, it helps when you built like a lean willow tree so um, yeah it, it threw, a, threw a limited and hit the right spot and flew over the bar so uh, it worked out well <laughs> couldn't let Jimmy McGarry score twice 
No, that's not happening, mate. That's not happening. Not on your watch. Um, yeah. j- just on that, I mean, I, I know there's been news um, that, that you're off at the end of the season, but how close were you from not being here this season? Because I understood that there, there was interest in Europe. Yeah, look, um, very close. I mean, those who, who, who did some dick probably realised that I never came back to New Zealand in the off-season. Um, I, um, you know, thought for all money that I was probably going to um, sign over there and, and things didn't finalise and didn't reach the, the point they needed to. But, um, you know, it was always it was always a, a win-win for me if I progressed and made the next step and, and uh, took on any challenge. That was fantastic. And if not, then I, I came back and, and played a, a good level and played every week in the A-League and, and try to try to help, uh, you know, fulfil what this club wants to achieve and... and, and um, so for me, it was there was no no issues at all. I came in a little bit late to pre-season because I I, I didn't think I was coming back, and you know I had to return to New Zealand. But um, yeah, look, it, it it I would be lying if I said I wasn't a bit disappointed. Um, but like I said, it was a, it was a win-win. I got to come back there with my mates and 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 hopefully embark on what has turned out to be a relatively successful A-League campaign. So. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't matter, mate. It's, it's life. It, it's always part of football. Uh, nothing's a guarantee. But I, I certainly still have ambitions to, to try and make that next step. Yeah, all right. Well, we uh, await with interest, but we've still got a fair chunk of this season to go, mate, and we're, we're, we're looking like uh, it, it's going to be playoff footy for uh, the Phoenix at the moment. Um, Sydney FC, they're, they're probably a bit underdone for what they expect. You know, the, I, I saw their CEO come out the other day and said that they are the premier team in the league. Um, because of the numbers that they get on TV and the numbers they get to their ground, etc. But uh, at the end of the day, it's points on the board. Um, where's the threat from from Sydney FC, and uh, and you know what are you guys been prepping uh, prepping for from that point of view? Yeah, well, for starters, uh, I don't disagree with with them. They are Sydney FC. Um, you know, they're one of, if not the premier teams in the competition, and. And that's one of the reasons, just on itself, that you can't rule them out and write them off. Um, they were struggling a lot earlier this season, um, and everyone started to write them off. And now, look, they're one point behind us and only a few points off second. So, um, you know, they're still the Sydney FC of old, um, regardless of how, how people want to look at it. But they've got so many threats, mate. Like we touched on before, Anthony Caceres, for me, one of the best players in the competition. Um, they've got, they'll have a couple missing uh, come Sunday, I think, the... Max Burgess is suspended, and then Adam LaFondre is injured. So, but you know, you look at the the other foreigners that they have up front, which offer great quality. Joe Lolly, fantastic left foot. Um, Robert Max coming right at the right time of the season. He's starting to score some goals, and then you know you've, they've got the old heads of Wilkinson and 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 the likes and and Grant and the rest of the team. So they're, they're a quality outfit, mate. And um, you know they've got a coach that's won silver, plenty of silverware with them, and um, you know, write them off at your own peril because I still think they're one of the biggest threats this year and I think they'll be right up there coming in the season. Yeah, I look forward to um, seeing that battle. Uh, it'd be quite nice not having Max Burgess out there, eh? He looks like he's an absolute pest on the field. He's a, he's a top lad, Max. Uh, got along with him really well when he was here. Um, fantastic lad and always thought he was a fantastic player and I thought he did quite well for us in a, in a yellow and black jumper when he was here and um, he's moved on a couple of times and bumped it out, but he seems to have found his home and um, he's playing some brilliant footy too. So, yeah, I'm, look, I'm glad 
not to be coming up against him. And yeah, he's a fiery character and gets under people's skin. And he certainly looks like a pest with his his, his rascal trim um, and his three quarter sleeves and all of that. So nah, he's a but um, yeah, won't miss him tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, not at all, mate. What about you? Uh, you know, uh, you had a, had a period there at the end of uh, end of games where you ended up in a, in a in a little bit of tussle here and there. Have you have you ordered extra strong jerseys to stop getting your you getting your jumper uh, your, your, your jumper torn, mate? <laughs> yellow. I'm on good behaviour bond. I'm only a yellow card away from being suspended, and I have been for a long time now. So um, I'm trying to trying to mind my own business. Um, stay out of trouble um, and keep my jerseys intact. You know, um, as as everybody now knows, it's, it's my last last year for the foreseeable future in a Phoenix jersey. So I wouldn't mind keeping a few intact to to remember. Yeah, well, speaking of jerseys, you've got to you're probably uh, going to add an all whites jersey to that uh, coming up shortly with two games against China. Congrats on the call up, mate. Um, you got uh, Glenn Moss, a former Phoenix great, as your goalkeeping coach for for the all whites. Uh, how do you, how do you see that? And uh, have you had much to do with Mossy in the past? Thank you, mate. Yeah, look, I'm absolutely buzzing with that news. Um, Mossy is genuinely one of the nicest people you'll meet in the world of football. Um, Fantastic goalkeeper as well, great career. Um, I was lucky enough to sign with the Phoenix when Mossy was probably in his peak in the A-League. I remember the 2014-15 where he was just absolutely on fire, mate. Um, cleaned up our awards night um, with every every award you can get. and um, That was a privilege, watching him work and, and learning from him. and um, He's helped me along the way. I, I pick his brains regularly. Um, and just yeah, just an all-round top guy. So to have him come in and, and fill the fill the void that uh, Goldie, the likes of Goldie and Goffey and, and everyone in the past has left is is fantastic. Uh, he's a Kiwi. He knows the setup. Um, you know, he's obviously representing New Zealand on a number of occasions. So really excited for that, and can't wait to get into camp to see the boys and, and get cracking. Because for me, these are, are two two winnable games. So we need to need to get after them and and uh, get some home wins on the board. We'd love to see that, mate. And, and just before I let you go, Ollie, um, I'll let you get on. Sounds like you've got dishes to do in the background there, mate. Um, uh, Clayton Lewis has been named in that all-whites team. Does that mean he might be a chance this weekend for the Knicks? I don't think this weekend, mate, but keep your eyes out for next weekend. He's checking really well. Um, he's travelled with us to Auckland because we're, the full squad's travelling, obviously, uh, for a slightly extended stay, so... He'll be up there, um, but yeah, he, he's he's in the mix. He, he's getting close. Um, he's looking sharp, and uh, yeah, he's raring to go. Obviously, the added motivation of of uh, you know approaching finals footy and also approaching international footy has got him really hungry. And and yeah, he, he's tracked really nicely and done really well to put himself in a position where he's nearly there. Nice, mate. Good stuff. Uh, I hope those cornrows are looking sharp again. Uh, and I look forward to seeing uh, you guys at Eden Park, mate. Go well, travel well, and uh, good luck this weekend against Sydney, eh? Thanks very much, Rick. Appreciate it, mate. Cheers, mate. Uh, Ollie Sale there with us, the keeper for the Wellington Phoenix. It is 18 past three here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo. Oppo, the official smartphone of the Wellington Phoenix. When we come back, Anthony Caceres out of Sydney FC. You're on SENZ and this is Phoenix Nation and joining us, uh, thanks to Oppo for our look at the Oppo, is Anthony Caceres. Uh, Anthony, g'day mate, welcome to the show and thanks for your time. Thanks mate, thanks for having me and love the pronunciation of my last name, spot on. 
Oh, mate, uh, hey, my pleasure. My pleasure, my <laughs> friends. Always important to get those things right. Uh, I've got to say, wow. Uh, what a strike against the victory. I've got no love for the victory, right? But I, but I had no dog in that race. So I watched it just to enjoy the football and what a strike, man. Uh, and what a, what a goal to win a game too. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Um, yeah, look, it was an important goal because it was the one that led to the three points. Um, after that, the game kind of, you know, it was a bit of a shambles to be honest, um, you know, in terms of football, but we, I guess, held on tightly. We defended well um and structurally we're good so that led us to the win but um i think we are capable of a lot more in terms of the way we played overall those games you know they're, they're always built up aren't they the melbourne victories um sydney fc that's the traditional big rivalry in the a-league how is it going into that game for you as a player versus say i don't know playing mm-hmm. brisbane raw or playing perth glory I yeah mean, is it different in the lead up yeah, definitely. Um, it's an important one, especially for the fans. Uh, being from Sydney, uh, it's something, you know, that means a lot to me too. Um, you know, I take immense pride in representing the club and if a fixture means that much to the fans, it, it translates onto the team also. Um, they're exciting games because they're always full of energy. Um, the football may not always be the prettiest, but um, you enjoy the fight just as much as you do the football in those sort of games. Uh, and it's always a great opportunity to rise to the occasion. And thankfully, we did on the weekend. Yeah, I was going to say, you speak about the fight. Uh, you, you're missing this weekend for for the Phoenix, a guy that probably uh, embodies that in Max Burgess, right? Uh, that guy is, if he plays mm-hmm. for your team, you love him. If he plays yep. against you, you're like, what a wind-up <laughs> merchant. Get into him. Yeah, yeah, he is a bit, he does bring a, a bit of that. Um which is, uh, you know, a bit not like him off the field. He's actually quite uh, laid back, but he does have a bit of that white line fever. And, um, yeah, he brings a lot of energy and drive to the team, which is what you want, especially in, you know, the tougher games where you need uh, people to step up and maybe get stuck into opposition a little bit. Um, unfortunately, he maybe went a little bit too far. Um, I'm still unsure if it actually was a red. You know, I've seen... Uh, yeah, I've seen other ones not given, but um, it is what it is. Uh, he's, he's a loss for us, definitely. He's been in good form, especially in recent weeks. Um, but, you know, we're confident in the squad that we have to, uh, you know, someone to step in and, and put, put in a good performance also. It's been a couple of years since you've had to come this side of the ditch, but what what is that like in, in terms of an away trip for you versus, you know, like I say, trying to compare it to going to Newcastle yeah. or Melbourne or something? Yeah, it's much trickier, you know. I've got to take my hat hat off to the Wellington boys for doing it uh, every second week because it's not an easy trip. Um, it's actually quite fatiguing. You have a difference in time and obviously the scheduling of an international flight isn't ideal. Um, but I actually really enjoy uh, going to Wellington. I know we're in Auckland this time around, but it's always a good atmosphere when you play there. The pitch is usually in good condition and uh, the games are quite intense. I expect it to be no different this time around. Um, it's definitely going to be a tough challenge. The Phoenix are a great side. Uh, they've got a good coach. I worked with Ulfi uh, during his time here at Sydney and he's a very demanding guy. And um, I'm sure he's going to have his team firing. Yeah, looking forward to that midfield battle, mate. I, I don't know if you caught this, but uh, the official A-League podcast that Daniel Garb hosts uh, this week, he referred to you as the most underrated midfielder in the league. He said you are the A-League's Ilkay Gundogan. Um, how, wow. do you take, how do you take that? Yeah, I was actually made aware of that by uh, family. Uh, honestly, like I'm a bit 
you know, out of touch with the socials and all that. Um, but I was made aware of it, and it was actually a really nice compliment. You know, I, a bit flattered, I got to say. Um, you know, Gundogan's a fundamental player of City, um, and to be referred to as that kind of player is a is a great compliment. Um, as far as the underrated thing goes, I'm not entirely sure. You know, I I've gained the respect of my teammates and coaches and their trust. And that is the most important thing to me. Um, and if I've got that, then I know I'm, I'm doing something right. But nonetheless, it's uh, great to hear those words, definitely. you got three winners medals, mate, which would suggest you're not that underrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends how you look at it, eh? <laughs> yeah. uh, now, obviously, uh, Gundogan plays at Manchester City. Uh, you had some time there. Uh, you didn't mm. uh, play for the first team as such, mm-hmm. but what was that experience like going to Manchester, being part of that club, that setup? Yeah, it was... You know, it's such a strange one because I had signed in um in the middle of the season and obviously there was a lot of, you know, speculation and drama as to how that move came around. Um, but because it was a mid-season signing, I never actually went over to Manchester. I was immediately loaned out to Melbourne City um, and then stuck around there for, for a couple of years before going to Dubai on loan. Um, and so I never actually got to work directly with the City football club um and i always found myself out on loan which you know it was a tricky period in a sense because i was trying to find a place where i belonged truly um and it wasn't until i went on loan to sydney where i found that place um then you know after that loan spell i had nothing else in my mind other than other than i wanted to stay with sydney i felt at home um they welcomed me they appreciated who i was as a player as a person from the start and yeah, since then I haven't really looked back and I'm happy to be where I am and happy how things turned out. Yeah. About your game um, and how it's developed, I mean, I, I remember when you first came mm-hmm. on the scene, you were very much a 10. You tended to play behind a uh, yeah. striker. Every now and then you play a little bit wider. Uh, now it feels like you're more in the engine room, you're more of an eight. How do you feel your game has developed? Yeah, I feel, um, you know, especially since my younger days, I've had to add a lot to my game in order to kind of survive in in a tricky league where, you know, it's mainly based around the physical attributes of the game. Um, even though there are still, you know, an abundance of technical and gifted players across the league, I think the intensity in which the game is played at here demands you to add more and more to your game. So with that, I found myself kind of, you know, trying to find my position. I think coaches early on maybe couldn't really figure out my, my best uh you know, position. But um, in saying that, the fact that I've played in, you know, in different positions has helped me develop as a player. I think physically I've come a long way compared to my early days. As you said, I started off as a number 10, uh, someone who really just wanted to get on the ball all the time and kind of neglected other responsibilities. Um, but the older I got, the more I learned uh, about the game, the more I worked on my weaknesses, which has always been the physical side of the game, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, working with great people, great coaches and blessed to have uh, Chris Pappas at Sydney FC, our strength and conditioning coach. He has really helped me uh, come a long way in that respect of the game. So I enjoy the challenge now of uh, getting in the gym, you know, uh, working hard and, and all that stuff. And that only complements uh, the technical side of my game, I feel. You're born in Australia, but you're proud Bradley got uh, Uruguayan roots. Um, yeah. How 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 did that? Do you think may maybe make you a different type of player to every other kid coming through Sydney? 
yeah, I come from a you know footballing family. My old man um, carries the traditions of Uruguay pretty strongly, um, and my whole life I've been you know I guess brainwashed to an extent um, to to follow football from Uruguay. Um, the passion that my family has always had has been translated to myself, and it's something I try to pass on to my kids also. Um, and basically, you know, every time I do go out on that field, I remember where my family's come from, the passion that they share for the game. And the, the only thing on my mind is to, you know, make them proud. Uh, if I can do that, then I feel, uh, you know, fulfillment and satisfaction from my performances. Um, and I think, yeah, that's really important to realize uh, what has come before you, um, the family traditions that we have, I, I hold very close to my heart. And um, I'm grateful for that, you know, that culture that I do have in my blood, which is, um, you know, the South American way, the passion we have for the game. So uh, it's actually what what fuels my drive to want to succeed. Who's your Who's your favourite player out of Uruguay over the over the years? You must have sat and watched a lot of World Cups with the old man over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my favourite has to be Rakoba. I think technically uh, he's probably the last truly gifted uh, playmaker Uruguay Uruguay had. What he could do with his left foot, I've seen very few players do. Um, and I think he didn't become one of the best in the world only because he was a laid-back character. Otherwise, um, you know, I think people would, would hold him right up there with, with some of the best. And uh, he was a pleasure to watch. He actually played for the club I support in Uruguay Nacional. Uh, that's where he signed off his career. And, yeah, he's one of my idols, definitely. Anthony, thank you very much for your time, my friend. Uh, travel safe and look forward to Thanks, seeing you man. in Auckland this weekend, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure and great chatting to you. Twenty-four away from four here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo, the official smartphone of the Wellington Phoenix. Uh, big round coming up this weekend in the A League. Uh, starts midnight Friday night slash Saturday morning. The Perth Glory hosting Western Sydney Wanderers. Western Sydney two dollar thirty favourites. The Glory at two eighty eight. Uh, then on Saturday night seven o'clock kickoff. Central Coast Mariners short favourites a dollar fifty three to beat Macarthur, paying four fifty. The draw at four thirty three in that one. And a quarter to ten, uh, the Newcastle Jets take on Adelaide United. Adelaide paying two forty, which I think is actually pretty good money because the Jets have been a bit up and down, uh, and Adelaide have had a couple of good wins recently. So definitely some value in Adelaide at two forty. Sunday afternoon, three o'clock, the Wellington Phoenix play Sydney FC. The Phoenix are two dollars sixty. Sydney FC two dollars forty. The draw at three forty. It's interesting uh, the odds there with the Phoenix actually above Sydney in the table. And then the late game on Sunday, five o'clock, Melbourne City. Dollar forty favourites to beat the Raw, paying six bucks four fifty. You can get on the draw there, and there's a game on Monday night as well with the Melbourne Victory taking on Western United. Western United, of course, defending champions. Uh, Melbourne Victory near the bottom. So are Western United. It's not been going great for either of them. Melbourne Victory are favourites, so at a dollar ninety one. The draw three fifty, which I quite like. Western United paying three dollars sixty. And uh, over in the uh, A League Liberty A League Women's, uh, the Wellington Phoenix are away. They play Sydney FC in Sydney, and they are massive outsiders, paying six dollars for the draw, thirteen for the win, and Sydney FC paying just a dollar seventeen to win that game. Speaking of the Liberty A League Phoenix Women's team, Betsy Hassett is with us after this. 
You're on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo. And joining us from the A-League women's team is Betsy Hassett. And uh, Betsy, how you doing, mate? How's training been? Oh, it's been pretty good. I uh, just did some gym and just waiting for our next session soon. So all in all, it's been the salon here. I bet, mate. I bet. I mean, how, how are you dealing, um, you know, with with the injury as well? Because you did have the um, the, the broken nose, right? And I, I was kind of looking forward to seeing you go the full Zorro out on the field last week, but it didn't happen. So is, how's it feeling? Not too bad? Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, I had to get it straight into the, the other week. Um, yeah, so it's a bit sore still, but uh, fortunately I didn't get to wear that mask on the field. Um, it took us a while to make, so it was quite fun. Yeah, it was disappointing. Uh, how's the breathing go with that? You know, you're in the in the depths of training uh, and you've got a, a broken snoz and a mask on. How, how does that feel? Um, I tried it out at training and actually just made it worse, so I decided to take it off. But um, anyway, it was a good option and yeah, well, it was too sore to play with, so... Yeah, I totally, mate. Totally. I you do. You, I think it was trending for a while. Uh, hashtag Betsy Hess at Zorro. So you know, it, it, it did started to pick up. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see it. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> I bet you are, mate. I bet you are. Um, now you got you got Sydney this weekend. You only played them a couple of weeks ago, so it's a bit of an unusual quirk of the draw. How do you find it when you get to play a team uh, this close to the last time you played them? Yeah, it's a bit um, strange, really. Uh, we have had that happen a couple of times this season. Um, but I'm excited for the game this weekend. I was watching last weekend because of my nose, well, the two weekends ago. And, um, uh, yeah, we, we did really well. I thought we created a lot of chances, and uh, it was unfortunate that we, we couldn't get a draw or a res- some sort of result. But, um, yes, I'm looking forward to playing them this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure where, what's happened, but I, I, from from memory, there was a game not long ago that they decided to push you up front, and you know, you're a goal machine, and now you're back in midfield. Maybe that's that's the key. Yeah, um, I like playing high up the field. It'd be yeah, a few more opportunities to go with score goals, um, and yeah, I don't have to do as much defending. So I hope. Um, yeah, I hope I can still play higher up the field like, in these next five games um, because. Yeah, I want to get some results, and it's fun scoring goals. Definitely. I mean, I guess, you know, uh, playoffs may be out of, the, out of reach now, but Newcastle certainly aren't. Is that is that the goal within the squad, is to catch Newcastle? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we, that will be a huge game for us. Um, we're hoping we can catch them and not come bottom of the table. Um, but, yeah, we're, yeah, really looking forward to that game. And, yeah, I think that will be... Hopefully, hopefully we can get a win and, and yeah, not end last. Um, but, yeah, we've got five more games, so if we can get a few more, a couple more draws and a couple of wins, you know, we could we could do somewhat better. Yeah, well, I mean, which would be great, right? I mean, you know, no, nobody wants to finish uh, bottom of the pile, and there was a lot of expectation ahead of the season. Did you feel that pressure coming in as a senior player? Um, not particularly. Um, I just sort of... I was excited for this opportunity. I think it's so cool that we have a women's team now. Um, I'm really hoping that it's going to grow. Uh, it was just this is the beginning, so I mean, I think hopefully in next year and the year after, you know, we'll keep getting better and better, and 
I hope hope that the Phoenix can um, yeah invest a lot of of resources into us and and get a little bit more experienced players. Um, that will help us a lot, and I think it's really doable and something exciting that yeah we should all be looking forward to. Well, one thing I know you're looking forward to is the World Cup that is later this year. Um, outside of you know personal for you playing in a World Cup at home, how much do you think that could do? for the women's program at the Phoenix and, and just women's football in general in this country? Yeah, it's, it's so it's such, such an exciting time ahead. Um, we're so lucky to have this World Cup in our country and it's so awesome for these younger girls looking up, something to aspire to, something to look at in their, in our own backyards. And um, I wish, like when I was a little kid, I, I wish that this team was around. Um, and, yeah, because that would have been awesome to be able to see the girls playing, especially in our own country. Um, but yeah, the people that are going to be coming to New Zealand and Australia this, this winter is going to be incredible. And yeah, I'm just super looking forward to it. Yeah, we've got a couple of uh, you got a couple of home games left, uh, but you got uh, more on the road. How have you found the travel? I mean, you know, you've played in uh, in Europe, you've played, I think, in the states as well. Uh, how's how's the travel affected you as an athlete? Do you think going back and forth from the uh, from Aussie? Yeah, it's it's pretty tough. Um, it's nice when we have games like this, just a Sydney game. That's pretty pretty easy. We go the day before, um, sleep, play, and then come day come home the next day. So that's all right. It's when you have the game, say like in Perth, for example, it's it's like so far away. So that's pretty tough. Um, and when you have to go to Sydney and then take another bus to Newcastle or something like that, but it's it's tough on the body and and on the mind. And um, but you know it's. It's part of it, and we knew that that's what we were going to have to do. So um, it's also a bit of fun being away with the team. Um, you can look at it that way. So, um, yeah, we have a bit of fun, and, yeah, I just, yeah, it's how it is. Yeah, now uh, I, I was going to say uh, Claudia's been away from the team with the young Matildas for the uh, Ocea- uh, sorry, Asian Football Confederation qualifiers for the under-20s, come off the bench and scored a hat-trick against Guam. Uh, did you know she had that in her locker? No, I, I'm super stoked and so so happy for her. Such a cool thing to do, and um, yeah, I hope she can bring come back to our team now and bring bring that to our team and score a couple for us. Yeah, yeah, all right, mate. Um, and the the preparation for Sydney. What what's been the work on this week for for the Sydney game? I mean, like we talked earlier, it's not been that long since you played them last, so uh, it's got to give you a lot of confidence that the league leaders really struggled to uh, to break you down defensively. Yeah, we've been um, training a lot this week just in our attacking third play, so creating more dangerous opportunities, uh, working on uh, the quality of our final balls and um, and finishing. So I'm hoping that we can bring that into action this weekend and and hit them in the back of the net. Have you had much of a chat to Nat about uh, where you'd prefer to play, given that you have moved around a little bit? I mean, you know, when you came in, I think they, uh, Natalie saw you as, as a player that could screen the defence and maybe, you know, sort of play make from slightly deeper. We've talked about you played further up and got on the score sheet. Um, have you had a chat about where you want to play or where you'd prefer to play? Uh, yeah, she knows I'd prefer to play higher. Um, so we've had a, a few chats about that and... Um, yeah, I mean, she she listens when she listens quite a lot, so uh, that's nice to be able to talk to her about it. Um, so yeah, we'll see. At the end of the day, it's her decision. So 
It is her decision. Yeah, uh, you you obviously are on loan at the Phoenix this season. Uh, would you like to stay? Yeah, I would love to. Um, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm open to coming back next season for sure. It's been such a cool experience and to live in New Zealand again after so many years. Um, and just to play professionally here, like I've always wanted to do, it's been amazing. And the facilities, the club have really looked after me. So I'm uh, definitely open to coming back. Uh, we'll, I'll go back straight into the season uh, this month, so, or well, no, in April, sorry, next month in Iceland. So um, finish out that season and then, uh, yeah, we'll see see what happens from there. Do you, uh, in terms of the the level, now that you've had most of a season to to play with the team, are you uh, with the level of young players coming through? Where do you think that level is? Uh, I mean, I I watch you know sort of the, the this next generation coming through, and I just think the touch and the skill level is probably a little higher than when I was coming through. Have you, have you noticed that? I mean, it's been really cool to be here because I haven't met a lot of these younger girls because I've been overseas. So um, I've really enjoyed getting to know the young Kiwi girls coming through. Um, there's, a, there's a few, yeah, really good quality players, which is exciting. Um, Millie Clegg, for example, she's just she's been doing so well this season and she's a great little goal scorer, which is something that we've been missing um, in the in our game for New Zealand. So, um, and Michaela Foster... She's an awesome little player too. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting to see these young girls coming through. And I think hopefully yeah, in the next few years they'll be coming in the national team and helping us out with the firm. So, yeah, it's really exciting. Now, and what about um, a player I want to ask you about? I know she's had a, a few issues. With, I've talked to Natalie about it previously in terms of expectation and maybe around, um, you know, sort of dealing with that. But Alyssa Wynnum is, uh, looks like a player who, in terms of on the field, has everything that she needs to be successful. We haven't seen a lot of her this season. Um, is she a player with your experience? You've been able to put an arm around and give some advice. And do you expect that we'll see her back on the field at some point this season? Yeah, for sure. She's she's such a great little player, great, great technique. Um, yeah, uh, she's yeah she's going through uh, some stuff at the moment, but um, I think that's just like she'll have to get through that. And I'm, I'm hoping she can talk to the older players about it because yeah, we we have gone through it, and it's just tough when you're younger and got a lot of things going on. So um, I'm hoping I can be one of those players for anyone coming through um, to, if they need some support or something. Yeah, some advice. I'm, I'm there for that, and yeah, I, I, I think she'll get through this and, and hopefully be back next season stronger. That'd be lovely. It'd be, it'd be what we'd like to see. Um, hey, listen, Betsy, thank you very much for your time today, mate. We'll let you get back to it. Uh, have a safe trip to Sydney. Uh, bring back three points for us if you can. That'd be lovely, and uh, go well, eh? Sure. Thanks so much. Oppo featuring Supervook Lightning Quick Smartphone Charging Tech. This is Phoenix Nation on SENZ. We're a minute away from four o'clock here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation, thanks to Oppo. Of course, Oppo, the official smartphone of the Wellington Phoenix. Uh, the Liberty A-League women's team are in action in Sydney this weekend. And interesting to see that Sydney, in the team of the week from last week, 
had uh, two players, uh, Rebecca Vine up front, uh, one of those, although the Phoenix did have uh, one of their own in there as well, Marissa van der Meer making the team of the week in defence uh, for the Phoenix after their one-all draw with the Raw. They'll be looking to get their own back against Sydney this weekend. Enjoy it. Coming up shortly, it is the run home. Kirsten Beeve are in and uh, they'll take you right through till 7 o'clock tomorrow. If you're in and around Auckland, come down to Commercial Bay. Beeve and I will be there at the Spark Store with the Wellington Phoenix and we've got a double pass to give away to the match.